Hello and welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast. I'm your host, Ben James. Obviously, this is the first podcast since Wales were crowned Six Nations champions after Scotland does a massive favour out in Paris. If you're tuning into this podcast, hoping for some reaction and some analysis from that. This isn't the podcast for you necessarily. You'll have to wait a little bit longer for that, but hopefully there's something pretty special in the works on that front that should come out in the next couple of weeks. This particular podcast, though, is still a very special episode. We caught up with former Wales international Hadley Parks uh, to catch up with him on his new life in Japan and how he's coping with that and the decision to leave Wales, obviously, left last year. It's a really interesting episode, obviously, Hadley Parks, a great servant for Wales uh, through his six years with the Scarlets and just an all-round top bloke. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the conversation we had with him. And of course, if you are enjoying the podcast, make sure you do rate it and leave it a review. It really does help us and it gives us an idea of what you want from the podcast as well. How are you doing, Hadley? Yeah, very well and yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. That's good. That's good. You're growing a beard in the old lockdown, eh? Um, this is actually quite short compared to what it's been in lockdown, to be honest, mate. Oh, oh no, no. How's <laughs> things anyway? Yeah, it's good, mate. Yeah, really good. Yeah, obviously. How's things in Japan? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, going really well at the moment. So, uh, now I'm doing a good, uh, good, good uh, sunny day today. We're watching the boys, so we've got a weekend off, but just watching the um, uh, the boys play a uh, a friendly against Mitsubishi, which is quite nice. So it's just um, nice out in the sun watching that. So yeah, nice. Oh, brilliant yeah. stuff. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we'll crack on then with with, with how, how you're finding life in Japan, I guess. Um, yeah, it's going really well. Thank you, Ben. It's, uh, you know, family life's been outstanding. Um, you know, my wife and child are, are really enjoying it. Ruby's in daycare uh, three mornings a week um, and swimming as well, which has been outstanding to get her in. She's only European in daycare, so uh, or, uh, all non-Japanese um, uh, child there. So, uh, But she's made heaps of, um, heaps of friends and really enjoyed it. And, and the people that look after her, uh, they've been outstanding. So... It's um that's been awesome getting here and there, and then uh, the club's been outstanding and getting us set up with that, uh, the house, uh, cars, um, just getting everything ready for us, and and we've made a good start to the season, which has been quite nice, and, and it's a good club to be playing for, with, you know, a good bunch of boys. So I'm um, really enjoying it so far. That's the thing. It must be it must be nice, sort of, you know, just the amount of stars you're playing with. You know, I saw the try on the weekend. It's just nice to give a pass out to someone like Kenki Fukuoka and just let him do the rest. Oh, mate, uh, <laughs> some of the boys, are unbelievable how good they are. You know, you, oh, massive work ethic. Um, you know, a lot of school level, a lot of great school level. You know, it's quite attacking footy. So there's a lot of, um, you know, it's a few, few offloads coming here and there and a few other games. But in the weekend, it was actually a very physical game. There are Johan Aikman's head coach now. So they're a very physical side. They're playing quite a South African brand. But uh, it was good to go down there and get the win. And But like Kinky and then Corky on the other wing. Uh, Naguchi at fullback, you know, you've got good players there and, and good players across the park, you know, I think we've got about 10 or 12 of the Japanese squad, so um, to have those boys, it's, um, it's awesome just, uh, you know, some of them like Kinky just go in the ball and just run some, so What was it like uh, going up against uh, Owen Williams? It was good, actually, like, it was nice, it was um, it was, it was actually, yeah, a bit of banter on the field, uh, we, we <laughs> see a couple of things but uh, nothing too too serious just just about life over there over here, I mean, um, no, it was good. We had a good catch up with him after the game, and, and TJ as well. We went to see the changing room and just had a chat. And it sounds like he's really enjoying it over here as well. And, and it's been a great start to this season too. That they were three from three, and now 
um, lost to us in the weekend, but like, yeah, I think he's really enjoying it. And, and yeah, another group of great bunch of boys down there. Um, good to see him getting a good run, and hopefully, um, not too many injuries because he, he's had a bit, bit of bad luck over the last couple of years at Gloucester. So hopefully, he can just put a, a good run of games in, which would be nice for him. I spoke to him earlier in the week, and he seemed to he was enjoying the sort of the workload. Over in Japan, it's probably a little bit lighter. There's there's longer off season, and, and it seems to be working for his body. How how are you finding it? Because I remember like seeing you after the World Cup before the Six Nations last year, and you were pretty much like taped together, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> she has a, it was a couple of broken bones in there. And, um, yeah, the body was pretty ripped, especially after the World Cup and coming into that Barbados game and then the local derbies. But um, no, it's it's been they've managed our workload really well Panasonic's been outstanding um, in terms of that um, like the trainers coaches have been um, amazing since we've turned up with George Cruz and I uh, we had a good pre-season the season got set back a little bit obviously with, uh, with the state of emergency that was going around in Tokyo and around Japan so um, but no they've been outstanding with how they've, they've set all our pre-season and our workload up and um, and like we used to we do have relatively larger breaks in the day, but because everyone lives so close, you can go home for an for an hour or so, um, hour or two to rest, and then you're back into it. And because you also there's still some company boys within the squad that still work for the company, and so they're almost like um, almost like a semi professional, like in in, um, in the UK, uh, where they're they're working part time for the company and for the for the rugby side as well, which is. You know, quite hard on those boys, especially because they're in there early in the morning. They go to the company to work, and then they come back in the afternoon and then train off us as well. But it also sets them up for afterlife. They've got a job for life, and so then it's you know it's a good way of um, getting ahead as well, and, and being in a company and a good company at that, and just making sure that you know you do have something after rugby. So I think they're they're ahead of their time and doing that with um with some of the boys too. What's it What's it been like being over there with? Well, with this whole sort of coronavirus pandemic, I guess that's had a sort of major dent in in how much of the culture and and, and stuff you've picked up on a day to day basis. Yeah, it has, and it, it, it's like anywhere. I guess it, it's certainly um slowly everything down. Um, but um, the club's been fantastic. Um, uh, so um, we uh, we're, we're a little bit out of Tokyo, so we're on the outskirts, and so um, so for us, life is. It's pretty it's as normal as we can almost have it. Really, it's, it's like you wear face masks. If you're not wearing a face mask, yeah, um, in the general public, then, then you're the odd one out. So you feel a little <laughs> bit, um, feel a little bit, uh, well, bad really if you're not. So like it's just second nature now. You put a face mask on when you leave the house, um, and you're at training as well. Pardon me, sorry. Um, but like cafes, you can still go order a coffee, um, go out for lunch and dinner. Um, but like the restaurant shut. Uh, and don't serve alcohol um, from about six o'clock at night, or, or they shut at seven o'clock as well. So, because it's still such an eating out culture over here, like as soon as you finish work, you're going to eat out or, um, or have a couple of drinks. And so, you know, so I think that's that's one part that, that they've really clamped down a little bit. But you can still have your meal out, but you just have to have it a little bit earlier on at night, and they're, they're all shutting down. But I'm, I'm pretty certain that we're going to come out of a certain state of emergency. Reading the papers. Um, uh, this weekend, or whether they extend it, will be interesting. But um, hopefully, uh, hopefully that will be coming out of that. Will be quite nice. And obviously, you'd, you'd had a taste of what Japan was like when Wales were out there in 2019. So I guess you sort of knew what what, what to expect in terms of culture. Do you, do you get recognised out and about when you from, from your exploits in 2019 or? 
Can you blame, uh, can you blame, the, fa- can you blame the face mask on that? No, no, face mask. So I'm not, not a huge fan. Well, actually, um, it's pretty funny. I'm giving George Cruz a lot of shit at the moment because um, because at every game that we're playing, uh, there's always Welsh flags or the daffodil, up, you know, <laughs> up in the sand. I don't see any English flags at all, mate. There's none. And so, <laughs> so I'm just getting stuck into him saying, "Oh, you must hate it." How you know? There's a lot of Welsh fans over here, but um, uh, no, it, it's no, it's pretty um. Don't get recognised or anything like that, but it's uh, it's nice. Like the fans are they're, they're awesome. Like our fans have been great um, in terms of how how they support the team, um, turning out turning up, and then uh, and then also um, like even now then get in touch. Oh, sorry, I've just um, been in touch with our liaison officer. Actually, one of our liaison officers from the um, from the World Cup, and saying he's coming to the game this weekend in Tokyo next weekend. So. In Tokyo, so um, so I'm getting tickets for that. So it'll be nice to catch up with him and maybe see how he is, and and uh, and he's got a fiance now, which is quite cool. So um, it'll be nice to meet you too. Fantastic. Um, I I guess at the minute it's quite sort of calm for you. You know, you're you're playing sort of rugby now. When when as the last year has been probably quite hectic. You know, you think back to the Six Nations and then coronavirus, and then you know making the decision to leave Wales. You had to, you know, go and buy New Zealand or like, I guess it was quite a manic sort of year. It was. It was certainly a, an interesting year and a different kind of year as well. And it's, um, you know, from, uh, you know, doing the captain's run before that Scottish test or what was going to be the last that, that Scottish test and then all of a sudden getting back to the hotel and being told that it was pulled off. It's certainly, um, and no one really knew what to expect. Um, like it was all going around Texas off the clubs and saying, oh, we might be back in training, keep training because we might be back in training in a couple of weeks. But um, just no one knew what was going on. And obviously it's, it's been um, it's been a huge pandemic for, for everyone, for a, a lot, well, everyone around the world. So um, it's just, it, it was nice to, to get back to New Zealand after about, well, I think we had about three or four weeks, uh, three or four months in lockdown in the UK. And then we, we got back to New Zealand and life was pretty normal back then. And it was nice to, have a good amount of time back in New Zealand because we hadn't actually been like normally when we go back to New Zealand, my wife and I would be only for two or three weeks, and then it's kind of like you had two days here, a couple of days here, so you're all over the place. So it was nice to just spend a bit of time with both, a bit of time with both of our families, and then to come over here. It's um, it's yeah, it's it's been good getting back into rugby. Like it was nice. Like I remember just getting ready, pulling the boots back on for that first preseason game. It was. It was you know, very excited to just get back out there and have a run around. And then, then the season got delayed and so it was kind of uh, a little bit up in the air a little bit. But it was it was great that, um you know, all the clubs have just worked extremely hard. The Japanese rugby union have done extremely well, just make sure that there is a competition on and, and all the boys, you know, every team, you know, we're excited to be playing and it's good and, and it's great competition. It's a lot of fun to be playing. Well, so you mentioned going back to New Zealand. I guess that's one of the reasons why you, you entered Japan, I guess, was to be sort of closer to New Zealand and, and the sort of family as, you know, Ruby's growing up. But I guess coronavirus continues to sort of be a, be a nuisance <laughs> with that, doesn't it? Because even if you yeah, are closer, you can't, you can't do much with it. Yeah, it certainly has. It was, um, it, yeah, it was kind of a, a family decision as well. And, and it was like, I remember I saw my parents, they came over, it must have been for the first two or three weeks of the Six Nations, last Six Nations next six nations that I was involved in and and uh and you kind of like you you, you do appreciate your family and you love your parents and, and everything when when you don't have children and then um but you don't think about it too much and then obviously I was just sitting back and I was watching them and I was like seeing what they're doing with Ruby 
helping out with Suze as well. And it was kind of like, well, this would be special if we had this, not only for my parents and for Suze's parents as well, but for all of our family and, and for us and, and for Ruby to have that more bit of time. Um, so that was, that was a big part of the decision, but uh, <laughs> it kind of, yeah, coronavirus has um, kind of put a hold on that. But it was, you know, the plan was that Suze and Ruby could fly backwards and forwards a little bit. Um, but uh, that certainly isn't happening at the moment. But um, we've actually just booked our quarantine. We're, we're heading back to New Zealand in, uh, in July now. So we've got a, we've got, after the season, we've got two months traveling around um, Japan, which we're going to enjoy. Um, have a summer because we've been in summer for a while. So we've gone from winter in the UK back to winter there, back to winter here. Um, so we're going to enjoy a bit of a summer and let's go and get a bit of beach time, and then we'll get back to you know working on the tans as well, and then um, and then get back to New Zealand for a couple of months before coming back over for um, for our second year over here. Oh, fantastic! Um, yeah, going back to the decision to, to to leave Wales, when exactly did you sort of decide on that that you know your time in Wales was going to come to an end and you were going to go to Japan? Um, I don't know. I guess it was uh, just looking like looking at options really and, and I, I guess after the World Cup it was such an amazing experience over there it was um, you know a great time um, loved the culture uh, the people looked after us extremely well um, the food uh, is, is pretty outstanding um, don't know if you're a fan of Japanese food but it's uh, it's very tasty um, and so and it was just something that I would like to experience a little bit more as a family Sue's putting that before she comes to the World Cup because of her pregnancy that um, and so it was just something that as a family we, we, we were quite keen to, to do and, and we've always been a couple that, that wanted to make the most out of our experiences and, and travel the world as much as we can and, and, and just enjoy um, everything that, that we can make the most out of, of rugby as well and, and travel and, and enjoy that culture that when you're in those places and so um, it was something that we wanted to do and uh, it just... You know, I got quite excited when Panasonic got in touch and because they're a prestigious club, they're a good club. They've been one of the top teams in Japan for a lot, number of years and, and it's a good team. And, and a couple of boys, a couple of Japanese boys, well, one of them shot the hori. Um, I don't know if you know the hooker. Um, there was a Japanese hooker at the World Cup. So he, he I used to train with him in Christchurch as well when I was down there at university. So um, it was it was nice to have kind of a bit of a few familiar faces when you tune up too and and uh, and so it was just we got really excited to just experience something completely different, immerse yourself in the culture, and, and just um, really enjoy uh, our time over here, and, and and to enjoy it as much as we can. And, and in saying that, though, we we loved our time in the UK, um, in Wales. Like it was it was it was amazing. It was almost, it was a five and a half years. We thought it'd be two and a half years, and it ended up being five and a half, almost six years. And we loved it, Cardiff. Lived in Cardiff for for five of those years, and. No, we, we absolutely loved Wales, and so it, it is. Um, it, it was sad to leave, but it's uh, it's a new experience and a new adventure that we are we, we're really enjoying. Um, and and how did Wayne react when you, you told him? What was that conversation like? Um, it, it was it was all right actually, because um, look, we, we we get on pretty well, and, and we've had a relationship there for for a number of years. But um, look. We, it was just something that uh, had a phone call with him, and and, um, and yeah, we, we we ended up just talking about a whole lot of different other stuff as well about the family, about Ruby and Sue's. Um, it was during lockdown that this phone call happened, so now nah, he was pretty good, and and I think also like 
he's got his minds on other things as well as being head coach and, and looking after the Welsh team and, and, and trying to perform getting that squad to perform to its um to to, to its utmost potential and so and I think um yeah ultimately he was he was okay with it and um and gave me his blessing which was really nice. I guess he was sort of the ideal person to speak to because, you know, he, he brought you over to the Scarlets and he, he sort of coached you in New Zealand. So I guess, you know, you had that, you know, your, your nickname, nickname of the Scarlets was Son of Wayne. So I guess if <laughs> anyone you're going to want to ring up and sort of... <laughs> but yeah, in Japan but it's also, that can also make it a little bit more difficult as yeah. well. Um, but no, he, 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 was, he was good. And, and I am, like, if, if he hadn't got that Scarlets job and... Um, and, and got in touch as well and, and said come over then then I wouldn't have been in Wales there for that time either so yeah I'm very grateful for that I'm stoked for him that um, obviously he had, a, he had a pretty tough time during the autumn but I'm absolutely stoked for him and his coaching staff and the team as well that are doing so well in the Six Nations like it's awesome to watch very happy that you know for the Welsh public as well because I think um, this can be you know a bit of happiness for them and what has been a, a tough tough 12 months really with, with everything going on yeah. What was the reaction like from teammates? How did they react? Uh, the the Scarlets and the Welsh ones. <laughs> yeah, Scarlets and the Welsh boys. Yeah. Um, look, they're all supportive, man. Like everyone, um, I think everyone knows what the crack is with 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 careers and and, uh, and opportunities as well. And and I think everyone was was pretty supportive and and wished me luck and got in touch and said, you know, it's been a pleasure to play for you. And or I got in touch and said, look, thank you very much. And, you know, it's been a pleasure to play for you as well. And I wish you all the best. And I'm still in touch with a lot of the boys now and, and just, you know, have been in touch with Ken Owens this week as well about, you know, I can't believe he got two tries against Italy, mate. It was unheard of <laughs> for him. But, uh, no, it's good to see that, you know, he's gotten over his injury and he's come back in and he's playing really well, which is which has been awesome to watch. And, and obviously, like, you know, your old position is is now being filled by, yeah, Foxy, yeah, <laughs> your centre partner and you've got George in midfield as well. How, how, have them, how do you think them two have gone? Because, you know, uh, a year ago, you yeah. probably wouldn't have put them two together. Oh, look, look it, it's working though. It's, it's going well and... I think there's a lot of good midfielders there too. Um, but George is certainly, um, he, he's taken his opportunity in that 15 jersey too and, and, and looking good there. Scored a great try against Ireland. Um, he's, he's a big, you know, it's a huge achievement to have 100 tests at the age of 28 as well. So that's, that's you know, extremely impressive. So, um, stoked for him. And, and, uh, and look, he, he's a big boy. He's fast, you know, good defensively as well. So, look, I'm unsure what how the future is going to un, 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 like continue there, but you know I wish him all the best. And then Foxy, like he, he's a world class player. He's got you know whether he's at twelve or at thirteen, he, he does a, a huge amount for the team. Um, he, he's very good at what he does. Um, I'm sure he's probably relishing the opportunity of, of you know something a little bit different in that twelve jersey. And, um, and I'm sure it's uh, it's good just to see him back out there as well after a couple of bad nasty injuries. So you know, hopefully he can get a good run of games in and, and just keep you know doing what he does because he, he's very good at what he does. I'm Sam Warburton, and you're listening to the Welsh Rugby Podcast. I guess the, the other thing with when you left was because of COVID, you were sort of denied a, a farewell, really, weren't you? It was sort of an Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, it would be nice, but everyone was going through so much, so you can't really worry about it that too much. And like it was, you know, it would have been nice to 
being able to, I know that the pub's opening up pretty soon to be able to say to everyone, I'll come down to, to have a drink or, or say goodbye, but we, we didn't really get that. But hopefully, um, we were hoping to come back this year for a couple of weddings, um, but unfortunately, uh, the one in Toulouse has been cancelled, so we, we're going to come back uh, maybe next year or, or well, we'll see, but um, it's definitely we'll be able to have a good catch up with everyone and, and, and do it that way. But um, unfortunately, this year we won't be doing that. What did you make of the reaction from the sort of the, the, the Welsh public when you left? Um, most most people were pretty supportive, really, um, which was which was nice. Um, you obviously going to get a few comments and everything but I'm not huge on Twitter and I don't read a huge amount of it to be honest like um, I talked to a uh, couple of people about this but yeah I, I don't read into it too much I'm, I'm being, it's quite funny you've got a couple of mates that, that are you know, good mates but they, they can be a little bit dicky or prick sometimes as well so they, they screenshot <laughs> the, um, some pretty you know out there comments or something like that and, and they love just sending it through to you on WhatsApp and saying oh, what does this father think of you Parksy that um, look, look, uh, it was it was a privilege. It was a, it was a real privilege and an honour to play for Wales, and, and I think um, and I and I tried to do it to the best of my ability, and I, and I loved every moment of it, whether it was the hard training sessions, the pre-season of um, leading up to the World Cup, or or, or playing, and, and, and it was a, it was it was something that I never thought would happen, and so and I loved absolutely loved every moment of it, and and I'm proud to have done it. Um, and and most people have been, you know, the Welsh public have been superb. Um, you know, ninety nine percent of them have been extremely supportive, and, and you know, have been supportive of me, Susie and Ruby, and so and, um, you know, it's it's um, which has been really nice as well. So it's it's uh, yeah, much appreciated. I guess there's, there's absolutely no doubt who you support on a match day, though. Oh yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, get up Wales, man. <laughs> Especially when George Cruz, he still hasn't paid me for the bit that I had with him the other day when, when they played England. So, um, you yeah, know, a bit of a holdout there. But uh, no, nah, definitely, definitely Wales. So, um, yeah, I want to see them doing well, and yeah, I'm just so so stoked for the boys and and, and for the management that that is going really well this this um this Six Nations tournament because they were um, they were getting a fair bit of heat before it. So it's been uh, it's been great for them and. And, and you want to see them doing well. And if they get the grand stand this weekend, they'll just be, you know, the icing on the cake would be outstanding. And, um, and so, and especially against France, who is going to be a tough game. It's going to be a good game, I think, over there. Um, they're playing well. So hopefully it's uh, it's a good victory for Wales. And uh, I'm sure everyone will celebrate when, uh, when they're allowed to in, in due course. Yeah. I, I guess the next step for you is convincing Ruby to support Wales. So you've got a bit of support <laughs> yeah, in, in, yeah. in the household. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it would be really nice to say, Ruby, you were born there. The middle name is Welsh as well, Ara, Aira, I mean, sorry. Um, and so then, uh, so yeah, it would be good. So it would be two against one, but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see. I, I think your mum might try and squeeze her on that one. <laughs> so what, what were your initial thoughts when you arrived in Wales back in 2014? Like how long did you see yourself staying there? Because obviously, you know, you've, you travelled a fair bit in your career. You know, you've had South Africa as well as New Zealand. Now you're in Japan. So, you, you know, you've had a fair few rugby adventures. You know, I guess, did you just think this is another sort of stop on the, on that adventure? Yeah, it was. It was kind of, I guess, um, like, Kiwis and Aussies, they, they, they do a, a, like an OE or something like Overseas experience and saying, so you like all my brothers have done it. Um, you know, a lot of all my mates had a huge amount of mates that went to London and do a lot of work and experience over there. And so, 
I think it was about the stage where we got to about 27 or, or something when we were still in New Zealand and, and Sue's. Um, we were both pretty keen on, on kind of doing our overseas adventure, but pardon me, sorry, to do it at the same time as working um, and, and, and playing footy. And uh, and then the Scarlets came up, but at the same time as the Scarlets, it was, um, it was actually a medical joker in Bayonne um, to where they'd go there. And so, but Sue had just finished studying for seven years, and so it was kind of like, well, just got a chartered accountancy, it would be quite hard for her to get a job and, and bay on an English-speaking firm. So, um, and so in Scarlet's and, and with Wayne with a little bit of familiarity there with him. Um, and so then went there for two and a half. So it was kind of like we had to go for two and a half years um, to enjoy it, to play play well and, and to do well. And, and then to see what would happen from there. With it. I'd always had the vision that I'd love to play in um, Playing play in France in the south of France, and always thought that it'd be quite nice to have a moped or a scooter, you know, <laughs> travel along, have a couple of baguettes and a coffee, and go to training and go home and have lunch. You know, it, it was kind of the vision I had, but uh, I think uh, I think the vision is almost a little bit better than what it can be like when you when you're playing over there or, or not. So, um, and so uh, look, all the adventures we've had have been amazing. The, the, the year in South Africa has been awesome, but. Um, to have that two and a half years and in, 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 in Wales and then all of a sudden to have it ex, um, extended to for another few years, it was, um, it was, it was, yeah, it was great that it happened and, and just loved every minute of it. And, um, you know, a real, really uh, amazing experience to have. Never considered getting a moped in Pontcana. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite hard to travel down the, um, the M4 to uh, Clinifle with that. Though, so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if the carpool boys would be too happy, you know, with the boys with, with me. <laughs> do, you, do you ever see yourself returning at some point to Wales? Uh, to live or, or, or um, to, I mean, you know, potentially to play, but but maybe to live in the future. Um, well, you, you never never say never. Um, look, I, I don't know. You never know what's around the corner. Um, definitely. Definitely going to come back and, and, and visit. Like we've got a lot of friends over there, whether it was in the rugby or outside of rugby as well. And so, and you want to come back and catch up on people and and, and, um, and see how it is. And we and we love to, you know, Ireland Cardiff, uh, an awesome city to live in um, and to, to to visit as well. So uh, look, who knows? Like you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what what the next adventure is around the corner. But um, currently, we are. Um, enjoying this um, experience of, of living in Japan, it's um, it's it's yeah going really well, and, and we're enjoying it. And it's a, it's a great club to be playing for, and, and, and you know really enjoying um, being four from four, which is quite nice. So hopefully we'll be uh, just keep keep improving, and, and hopefully we'll, we'll be pushing for some silverware in, in a couple of months' time. When you came to make that decision last year, did the um, did the prospect of a Lions tour come into it? Because you, you would have been. Um, very, very much a, sort of towards the front of the queue. To, uh, look, it, it's, I guess it's, it's just um, a lot of unknowns there, like, you know, with injuries, um, selection, um, whether you're going to be at form, um, a lot of, you know, uh, things that you can't really control. And, and so, and you did think about it, but it's, um, no, I think, Having, having Ruby and and, uh, and having lived in, in Wales for five and a half years, I think we were ready for a new adventure um, to try something new. And, and like Japan, um, we're both very keen on it. And, and, and it was like to, to be able to travel back in the force to New Zealand for Sue's was going to be 
was going to be quite nice. But um, as we said before, it's uh, certainly not quite happening that way. And so, yeah, and, and who would have thought 12 months ago that coronavirus would still be around too? So it's um, certainly, uh, it's just been an interesting year for a lot of people. Because at least you get a summer in Japan now, a proper summer rather than... <laughs> I, don't know, I, didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't even know uh, where the Lions tour is going to be at the minute. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully it all goes ahead. Um, you know, I know they're talking through it all, um, but you know, hopefully for, for all involved, um, that would be amazing if it did happen, especially if fans could get to it too. Um, but in, in saying that about the summer, uh, it's only rained uh, about four times. It's four days or five days since we've been here for about five months. Right. So it's... Uh, yeah, in terms of winter, it does get cold. We're not far away from the mountains, so you can see the snow on the well, can't at moment. But, <laughs> um, the snow on the mountains from the training field, you can see it on the on the kind of hills behind us. Um, and the wind does come down, so it, you do get cold days, but they're, they're really cold days with those clear blue skies. So it's actually like you don't mind it too much. So um, it's a bit different from uh, from the top field and clearly uh, with full track suit on and, and wind coming down at a horizontal. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Um, brilliant, mate. I think that's, I think that's about everything. No, easy as, no problem.